It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, after Al had that wonderful performance with the new rap song, uh, we are back for a podcast now. That oh, was hi, Jerry. That was kind of awful. Well, I didn't write it. I'm not going to lie. I no, like you've to, been clear about that. I only like to perform songs I've written. I don't blame you. And for, spend some time with are rehearsing. You, are you going to give us a VZ like Sunday morning or something? Uh, I might be able to do that. Yeah, VZ like Sunday morning. That would be kind of. That would be a good one. Good player. You're going to get a lot of uh, use out of him. Okay. So I would start looking for EZ and VZ. VZ. Or anything that rhymes with that and start knocking the songs out. His name is what? Jimmy VZ. Jimmy VZ. Yes. All right. I can do that. Jerry, I saw two shows over the weekend, uh, two documentary-style programs that I thought you would enjoy. I like documentaries. Uh, one was on the Discovery Channel, and it was called Rats. Oh, boy. And it was a documentary on the the rat situation in various cities in New York. Uh, and they what they did is they'd send out teams of people working on the rat population and how to control the rat population. Okay. And it was just... Really disgusting because... Big rat hunt? Yeah, well, they were mainly looking for, like, they'd find um, what's attracting the rats and then how to get rid of the rats, but the, the it's out of control. Isn't it mostly food, though, that attracts them, or yeah. is it food and warmth? Uh, mostly food. Mostly and food. the problem is, like, in, in major cities like New York City, there's just food everywhere. That and the fact that we have to put our garbage out hours and hours in advance of sure. the garbage men picking it up. Right. But what was happening is they, they'd go up to big piles of garbage, you know, just bags of garbage that you would normally see on the street, and they'd kick it. You would see hundreds of rats. Oh, I believe it. So my question to you, Jerry, is how are the garbage men picking up the garbage with all of those rats in there? Well, first of all, and I don't know the answer to this, I yeah. mean, I see some garbage guys, but mostly the garbage people I see in the morning are the ones that are backing up the trucks into the garages where the dumpsters are for the building. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Do they still run? Yes, and jump? I, they do. I don't know. Yeah, okay. they're everywhere. But I see like tons well, of garbage bags just on the sidewalks. The garbage men have to be yeah. picking that up. I mean, I know in my town they have the robo bins. Yeah. So the guy's driving it and you pull up and the thing just scoops it up. Now there's not a rat problem where we live. Exactly. In Jersey. But uh, I don't know. You know, I guess it's like anything, Al. I think you get used to stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. So if you see that on the Discovery Channel, if you're bumping around and there's nothing on, check out Rats. Rats. Then the other thing I saw, which I think was on the same channel, I think I hit up this channel. Once I saw the Rat rat Show, right. that became like kind of a go-to channel for me over the weekend. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, documentary show called uh, Girls Who Don't Age. That's oh, what it's really? called. Yeah. Okay. So it had these... these uh, there's like four or five children, maybe a little more now that, that this has come out. Maybe they're finding more uh, across the country who um, they have a condition wherein they don't age. So, for example, what I mean by that is there was a uh, a child or what appeared to be a child, right. looked like a child, acted like a child, was in a stroller like a child, but she was 22 years old. Come on, really? Yeah. And it wasn't that she was like uh, a little person or a dwarf. She She was just never aged past the age of four. 
Wow. Yes, very strange. Still behaved like a child, had the skin of a child. It was very Sad. interesting. Yeah. Yes, interesting stuff. And so I was locked in on that show. What happens to them? Does it keep well, them young? Do they do they well, they, live forever or do they They don't know. But they they wow. talk like a 4-year-old. The girl had gone through high school and everything and had graduated 8 8 8 years ago or whatever it was. And so they actually have the mental capacity to understand what they're learning? No. She went to like a, some type of special school. But no, they have the mental capacity of a four-year-old. That is odd. Yes. Wow. The girl, the woman was walking her 22-year-old child around in a stroller and looked like a child. How, I don't know how people do it. And the woman said, like, uh, the you know, the mother keeps getting older year after year. Sure. The kid stays the same. And one couple kind of had a little bit of a sense of humor about it. They said, uh, you know, when they're little, you wish... Oh, I hope they never get old. Yeah, yeah. Don't be be careful what you wish for. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, every parent says that. Like my son turned twelve this weekend. Yeah. And the first thing you do, like, where, where the hell did the last decade go? And right. You sit there and say, man, oh man, don't don't become an old curmudgeon like me. You know, kind of stay young, and but you don't mean it literally for Christ's sake. Yes. You just want to enjoy the moment and let make it last as long as you can. That is really weird. How many types of things like that there are. And what a minute percentage of people it it, it afflicts or you know uh, gets to it's uh, it's, yeah, the, it's heartbreaking it really is the doctors that looked into one doctor is looking into this and uh, they all had a, a mutated aging gene which their parents did not have strange so they they, they don't amazing know how it if they know what it is now how they can't how long it would take them to fix it yes that I don't know because that's just brutal. And speaking of children, Jerry, I saw this in the newspaper today. This is a uh, a couple out of Georgia. Okay. A woman was having uh, what she thought was a kidney stone pain. Okay. I've and, had those. Yeah, terrible. You, terrible. And uh, she went to the emergency room to uh, what she hoped would be some relief of her kidney stone pain. And uh, she came out with a baby. How do you not know you're pregnant? She said she kept having her periods. She thought... Have we turned into the doctors? What are uh, we doing? So far, this uh, po- <laughs> po- podcast. I'm hoping to be number one on the medical podcast <laughs> charts, Jerry. Yep. They already have three kids, this couple, and now have a fourth when their kidney stone turned out to be a baby. She said she 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 kind of contradicts herself in this article. She says she kept having her period, and then she said she also thought she was hitting menopause, where she wouldn't be having babies again. Well, what is so how old is she? She is. Uh, let me see how old this. When does gal menopause is. hit? Like late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I think it depends on the on the gal. Could it be later fifties? I guess it could be. Yeah, I don't really have her age here, which you would think Jerry would be an important part of this story. Yeah, <laughs> if you're talking about, she thought she was hitting menopause. <laughs> yeah. I would think you'd want to include that part. Yeah. in the article. Interesting though. She. Um... I don't understand though, and there have been. Girls that have hidden pregnancies from yes. parents and boyfriends and husbands and stuff like that. I don't understand how that's even possible. And I, I know every woman carries differently. I mean, hell, my wife from from one baby to the next, one boy to the next, carried differently. You know, she was a lot. I'm trying to think. I think she was smaller for the second one, but she was still pregnant. Right. Like you could still tell. Otherwise, it looks like what? A small little basketball is growing in your stomach. It doesn't make any sense. Right. I'd be worried. Like, was I, did I have drinks during right. this pregnancy? And you've got to be really friggin' bloated to not know 
you're pregnant. I used to uh, work in a hospital pharmacy, Jerry. And you were pregnant once? I was not pregnant. Oh. I worked in this hospital pharmacy where I, where I would deal with the, the nurses on all the uh, the floors of the hospital. I would uh, deliver the medications for the patients. Right. And I knew this one nurse. She was gigantic. She was a, she was a large woman. Okay. And uh, she told me that uh, she went to the emergency room with back pain and came out with a baby. All right, but now <laughs> hold on a second. You It's completely different. Now you're talking about someone who's got a lot right. of insulation. I understand that. And maybe this woman was this 280 woman not, pounds. No, she does not appear to be large, Jerry. Right. So if it's a, no, let's just say a normal person, mm-hmm. you're going to know. Makes no By the way, you've had some some life with all these jobs. Me? Yeah, I mean, how did you, how in the hell did you end up here? Uh, well, it's really remarkable. This is where I wanted to work in radio. Just as I was going through college, I had different jobs. I know, but I would have think you would have ended up in pharmaceuticals where oh. you could have made, made a lot of money. Yeah, but and you know what? You have to take a lot of chemistry. I would I could never get through that. I know, but you were a drugstore kid. Right. That's you how I got to steal the, the coupons and make extra yep. money. You were very smart. Well, I didn't do that. Oh, God, the guys I knew it. did that. Right. I, I did not do that. Got it. Sorry. And then uh, how about this, Jerry? This is about a guy being neutered or something? Nope. Okay. Sexually transmitted diseases oh, another one. have hit a record high in the U.S. You would think most people... I would people, think record low. I would think so, too. Incorrect, Jerry. 2015 statistics from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. That's a real place. I'm not making it up. Highest rates, and it's uh, high rates of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. All right, now, I, you can talk to me like I'm a four-year-old. All right, Jerry. Luckily, in my life, I have not had to worry about STDs. See, here's the... Well, I'm going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. Everyone says that, and yet the statistics are through the roof. Someone's got to be having these VDs. You're oh, right. saying it's not you. It's not me. All oh, right. Have you ever had one? I have not. Right. So, And I have uh, penis hypochondria. I've been <laughs> tested many times, just for my own... Cause I feel I've like never I had a... the need to be tested, so right. that's a good thing. All right. What? So what's chlamydia? Well, I think they all are kind of similar. I think chlamydia is the least uh, damaging or most curable. Okay. Herpes you never get cured of. Herpes is what? Lesions on your penis? Yeah. Right. That's, that's horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> I mean, could you good imagine Lord. going through life like that? Yeah, I think gonorrhea and syphilis are no party either, <laughs> well, I didn't say any of them are a party. Yeah. But what they all come from multiple partners do they not i really it only takes one partner to have it and then who you get has it. Ha- gotten it from someone else though yeah but it it's, really only takes one person Right, but i'm saying it it's kind of back to when condoms became i don't want to say popular but almost necessary right where they would start to tell you listen if you have slept with a girl who has slept with four different guys you have slept with five different people right basically that's what i'm saying and then once it's in, once she's a carrier, she can give it to anybody, basically. And check this out, Jerry. 15 to 24-year-olds are the main culprits. Young people are stupid. They are stupid, Jerry. So with everything going around, mm-hmm. right, the condom is supposed to be the safe way to go. Right. We know what can happen if you don't. Mm-hmm. Let's still be reckless. Yes. They don't think, Jerry. When you're horned up and young, you don't think. When you become a little older... You start to think ahead first. I can't. I can't get over the idea of like eighteen and nineteen year olds having children. Right now that I've gone through it twice, I'm forty two at this point. And all right, if we had another, if we had another kid now, okay, fine. We another kid. We you know every child's different. Things are going to happen, but at least you feel like you've been through it. You kind of know what to expect. Kids are so like immature. I mean, there's a couple of exceptions, but at seventeen, eighteen, and it happens a lot. And they say that if you are the child of a teen mom, 
you are likely to become a teen mom, even though that. even though you see the problems of sure. the teen mom. I, I believe that. I have a friend of mine who had a child senior year of high school, I think. And it's weird because we still get together with them once in a while. And now she's 42 and like her son is 25. Right. And it's just odd. Like, you know, and then they also have uh, a nine-year-old. And, it you know, because they wound up getting married, which is great, all good. And then they basically started the family the second time around at a more appropriate age. So you've got the 25-year-old. Then there's a gap to where they have a 17-year-old, but all the way down to nine. And you talk to them, and they will talk about the struggles those first few years. And it's just got to be horrendous. So. Yeah, I always think there's something to be said when you get to the age wherein if you get your girlfriend pregnant, it's not the end of the world. Because I would think when you're 18, 19, 20, well, you would think, like, I've got the world caving in on me. I don't think it's the when end of the 47, world. When you're 47, Jerry, you go, okay. Your world has changed, though, yeah. without question. And you are going to miss out on a lot of things you otherwise would not have. So I would say that age is 24. 24. I think 24 is a good young age. To have a baby? Well, well, no, no, no. I'm saying if you had a child at 24, I think you've experienced enough to where, listen, yeah, there's still some years where you could go out and act like a buffoon and have a good time, but at least at 24, you've gone through the driving. You've gone through, hey, I got my 21st birthday card. I can go out and drink, right? You've probably had a bachelor party or two or three. I mean, you're 24 now. It's time to start growing up. I think 28. No, no, but we said no. We said where the line is yeah, to I'm where it line in your life yeah, or I'm, change your life. I'm going to put the line at 28. 28? Yes. 28. Bing, bang, oh, I guess boom, it's better than saying 48 because you're still working your way to that, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> a year away, Jerry. <laughs> you're a year away, and then Al's ready to rock. <laughs> ready to have a family. <laughs> Let's go. I'll only be 90 when my kid turns 21. <laughs> then I don't have to worry about them. If they cause trouble when they get older, I'll be too old to care. <laughs> they got to take care of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, it's the reverse. Hey, your kid's a criminal. It ain't my fault. <laughs> I I'm got tired. Not much time left on this earth. Yeah. <laughs> you deal with it. <laughs> yeah, you guys deal with it. <laughs> By the way, how about we take it the reverse? reverse forget how old is the worst time to have a child how about <laughs> how old your parent is when you're born <laughs> right you've crossed that line the poor kid doesn't know it <laughs> right i go yeah and then you go to school and uh, you go to pick hey, your grandpa. kid up <laughs> yeah no no actual father hello oh whoops jerry you're not one of those people who goes to a, a coffee shop and just sits there sucking their wi-fi do you no i do not i don't think i've ever just gone to a coffee shop i don't first of all i've never gone to a coffee shop with a laptop or anything like that. Um, so, no, no. I've chance. gone with an iPad. Well, same thing. I don't think I've done that either. There's a coffee shop uh, down by where um, my gal lives down the shore. Right. That I'll go to sometimes. And for right now, I, for the life of me, I can't think of the name of it. It's fine. Uh, but I'll go there sometimes. I'll sit there with my iPad. And you buy coffee. <laughs> I buy coffee. How I might buy two coffees. For? Maybe an hour. Really? Yeah. Doing what? Um, Twitter. For an hour? Checking Twitter. Well, I check, do everything. I check Twitter. I check Facebook. I check the news. Do you ever find, though, at some times... I don't do it often. You you can be in front of the iPad or the computer. I find this, like, now. Like, I'm looking for information. What am I missing? Is there something coming out? Yes. And after you go through the proper channels, you know, you go to whatever, cbssports.com. You go to espn.com. You're checking right. Twitter, right? All that's all the places you've got to go. i got, like, nine or ten that I go to. I sit there, and I'm staring at the computer. I'm like, huh. WWW dot I got nothing. 
<laughs> Nothing. Like where? What else am I doing? That's it. And you could sit there for an hour. That's impressive. If I don't, if I don't touch a computer for a while, then I can do it. Fair enough. Now there's a cafe in Brooklyn, Jerry, who's decided that they are now going to charge customers by the hour, not by the coffee drink, because they so were having people sitting free? there. It's not clear whether the coffee is free, but they're going to be charged six dollars for the first hour you're there. Plus ten cents for every minute until a customer hits four hours. At four hours, you will be charged twenty four dollars, and that's the most they'll charge you. And then you can stay there still. Uh, I guess so. The most you'll get charged is twenty four dollars for their Wi Fi. And you have to correct me on this. Don't some people use coffee shops to work? Yes. See, that's different than just sitting there for an hour on Twitter. I mean, if you're right. working, if I'm the coffee shop, what? Go get an office. Right. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Right. I think. People that kind of work from home when they want to get out of the house, they'll go to, they'll hit up like a Starbucks and just sit there on the Wi-Fi. The one thing I've noticed around here, based on that, there's a place down the block called WeWork. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's between Varick and Hudson. I don't know what the hell it is, except I see people on laptops and they've got like food and drinks where you can buy stuff, but you have to have a pass to get in. And then there's a place on Hudson, If you when you come out of our building, you go to the right, about maybe four blocks down. And when the door opens, you look in, and it's nothing more than like a warehouse with tables and laptops set up and people just working. But it doesn't look like it's a company. It looks like you rent. If I read the sign right, I think you rent your space by the day. Like an internet cafe. Yes. Uh, What are we doing? You and I? We can't come up with these ideas. Oh, because that'll be out of business in like three months. I suppose it's been there for well over a year, though. Is that right? And the WeWork one looks like it's busier and busier every Hmm. day. I don't I know what check it is, that out. but we it looks work. cool. Yes, it looks kind of cool. This place is called uh, Glass Hour. Okay. It's a coffee shop in Williamsburg. Called Glass Hour. Glass Hour. That's right, Jerry. Hmm. I don't think I would so, equate Glass Hour with coffee, but okay. And then let me uh, let me see if you've heard of something like this before, Jerry. There was a, uh, this is Georgia. This is in Georgia. A 16-year-old. Uh, Pregnant? Fellow. No, it's a gentleman. Oh. Ruben Ruben Simo, he's a sophomore, Jerry, at a a high school there in Georgia. He was kicked in the head playing, uh, he was goalkeeper, kicked in the head. Uh, He was in a, he was uh, knocked out for, in a coma for three days. Wow. Three days in a coma, Jerry. Now, when he awoke, he spoke fluent Spanish. And English? And English. That's kind of cool. He had been trying to learn Spanish. Which means it's up there. Which means it's up there. He just it never really clicked for him. Yep. Well, a swift kick in the head, and it clicked. It clicked. Kick for the click. He's speaking fluent Spanish. That now. would happen to me. I can tell you why. What would you, what would you learn? Spanish. Spanish. I did four years in high school, and then I did three years in college. I don't know a damn thing about Spanish today. But it cl- maybe if we kicked you in the head, but if it you would kicked click. me in the head, I might now. There's nothing funny about being in a coma. But it makes Certainly sense, not. though, that you've got it up there. Mm-hmm. You've been taught it. For some reason, you didn't retain it. Right. Unless it's been unlocked. Where's the key? That could be. So I actually think that if that happened to me, I could see myself coming out speaking Spanish. And then when we do those goofy play-by-play things, it would sound even better than, quite frankly, I'm good at it anyway. But it would be even better if I was fluid. Hmm. Don't you Flu- think? I think fluent, not fluid. Fluent. Fluent. Whatever. I, I thought you said fluid. I did. 
Because <laughs> I'm not that bright. So that but would if be, I got kicked in the head, that would help. That would be interesting. I, I wonder if I remember all those songs on the piano that I try to memorize so that I have a problem recalling sometimes with a swift kick to the head, Jerry. Okay. And, and finally, I have for you a new male birth control pill, which they hope to hit the market in 2021. Right. Which is not far off, Jerry. Four years, four and a half, five years away. Uh, this would be a pill that men take or can be a nasal spray, which will make it so that your sperm can't swim. <laughs> say that again. Which part? The I nasal think, spray? The way you say sperm. Your sperm can't swim. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> you, you prolong that at the M. You could take this pill right be, just minutes before sex. Yes. And right. it will last for days. You trust that? I don't. I do not. No chance. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, they've always said the problem with a male contraceptive pill is that most men wouldn't take it, but they would tell the woman they took it. <laughs> so well, the, the woman could do the same thing. That's true. I mean, how do you not know? Right? I had a girlfriend in college that I didn't trust, Jerry. We were... Uh, we were in a long-term committed relationship, so... Uh, How long? She, she was... Uh, I guess a year. She was... It was a long <laughs> time back then. She was on the pill. Yeah. And in the morning, I would get up and I'd look in the... <laughs> <laughs> I would look in to see that it was missing from the... Well, go sure, because she couldn't have just thrown it away. No, no, I'm just saying she was more forgetful. Got it. You so wanted thought, to make sure that I she wasn't make getting sure. off a regiment. <laughs> yes. But you were pain in the ass back then. Oh too. yeah, I was. A, I was a, a noticer even back then, Jerry. When did you start becoming? I mean, being serious. When did you start becoming the way you are now? I would say when I was not a good college student, my first year of college. Okay. Uh, when I was going to county Middlesex County College, and then I decided I wanted to major in radio communications with an emphasis on radio, and I went to Kane College. Right. In order for me to become a good student, I had to really begin. Breaking down everything, and, and you did, huh? And I did, and but from there on, I I did it not only for my school life, but my entire life. And this is what you've become. And this is here I am today. And here I am. Mm -hmm. That is actually funny. I had good grades, Jerry. Because mostly, if you're a a bad student, I shouldn't say a bad student, but if you're not a great student, you usually don't become one. Right. Like most people, I was not a great student. I mean, hell, when I went to Uppsala College, my first year in ninety what was that ninety two ninety three. I literally, for two weeks, did not go to a class because I had fall baseball where we had strength and conditioning at 6 a.m. We had throwing in the gym at 1, and then I had to be back at 8 for batting practice and stuff. And I would go to strength and conditioning at 6 a.m. I'd get done at 7.50. I'd clean up quickly. I had an 8.10 class, and I'd be like, I think I'm taking a nap. And then I'd wake up. I'd take the nap. I'd skip the class. I'd go eat something. Like, oh, time for batting practice. That would end. Like, I got class again at 3 o'clock. Boy, it's a good time for another nap. I go to sleep in my car. I'd go eat. I'd go to batting practice. I'd go home. Walk in. How was your day? Oh, it was good. It's good. Good day. Good day. Yeah, that didn't last long, though. But uh, I was not a good student. Yeah, you're right. It does uh, normally you're either a good student or not. Yeah, and until you until you take what you like, like when, when the radio classes started, even film classes I took, TV classes, that's when all of a sudden I couldn't wait to go to class. I felt like I was learning what I wanted to learn. Right, but you must have the discipline to sit through the classes you don't like in order to get to your goal. You know, I just got by. Oh, you were just with that Just one got, got by, pretty much. Squeaked by. Squeaked by. Upsala doesn't exist anymore? Is no. that the college? It's no, I got, I got the letter my junior year going, the summer after my junior year. So I only had one year left. I got a letter in the mail in like, I would say, middle to end of July. Uh, yeah, school's closed. 
I told you my uh, buddy who uh, I do my other podcast with, my friend Paul. Yes. He uh, did not graduate college, but he had contemplated for the longest time putting Upsala down. Martin, who's going to check? Exactly. And he said if they, they asked him to get transcripts, he'd be, he would take a day and then go, yeah, no one's returning any yes. calls. <laughs> who are you going to contact? <laughs> it's gone. It's yeah. high school now. Right. So why couldn't you brilliant. say you went to Uppsala? Like brilliant. one of the last few years it existed. You know what else was brilliant? What? The warm-up show today. Oh, that was terrific. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you can stick around and hear that, and we will see you guys tomorrow. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good morning. Monday morning coming up on 6 o'clock. Alan Jerry with you with Boomer and Carton at the top of the hour. Busy, busy weekend. You actually stayed up and watched a baseball game Saturday night. And the That's football right. yesterday was crazy. Do you like the 9.30 start? I did, but it felt by by uh, the start of the 1 o'clock Jet game, I felt like I'd watched a day's worth of football. Sounds about right. So then I did watch the Jet game, and then by the time uh, Patriots-Steelers showed up, uh, I felt like I'd been watching football for 12 hours. Which is what I always say about the Sunday night game. It's it's just too much. I mean, it's literally, it is, it's 12 hours of football. It was 12 lot. hours of football. But I felt like by the time I got to Patriots-Steelers, it looked like a real football game. Offenses were moving the ball. Well, you didn't like all the turnovers all day? <laughs> the, the Jet game didn't really feel like a football game, and the Giant game didn't really feel like a football game. So sometimes by 4 o'clock, that premier game they're putting in the afternoon time slot on CBS, yes. that's a game that it looks like, Oh, okay, this is NFL football right here. Yeah, and then, you got, and, watch. and then you got to the Sunday night game, which was a mess in and of itself, which we'll get to in just a minute. But uh, So the Giant game was interesting because they did it defensively, really. Landon Collins turned that game around, so that was kind of cool. But let's do the Jets because it is ironic that you've got Geno Smith starting and the poor guy can't finish the game, and Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in and wins it. Which, for kind guys of. like Eli Manning and Brett Favre, guys that never get hurt, Ever. how do you m- not make it through one quarter? Well, and and also, was it Namath? I guess it was Namath that said, why are you standing there if your yeah. knee's hurt? First of all, I love the idea that Joe Namath, however old he is, 80, whatever he is. He's not 80 yet. But well, 70-something. Right. Like, he's sitting there watching the game. I picture him in a mink coat, like a long <laughs> fur. And then him seeing Gino on the sideline. I want to kiss you. Yeah, and he's like, where is my cellular telephone? I got to open up Twitter. <laughs> and then just him punching out a tweet. Yeah. Angry that was he insinuating that Gino wasn't really injured? I think he's insinuating that if you can stand there with a knee injury, get on the field, right? Which what you're saying, guys like Brett Favre, yeah, they play he's probably on the field. Now he did say the team doctors would not allow him to go back in the yeah, game. Right. Okay, I don't know. I wouldn't know. Brandon Marshall backed up that theory. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure. I do know Fitzpatrick, so he makes now. Explain to me this. Why I get that this is a story. There's no question about it. Whenever a player goes after ownership, the coaches, no question it's a story. I was amazed, though, the way the reporters are attacking him now for making this about him and him only, when all he did was basically say how, and it would be kind of like if, let's say, the ratings were a little bit down, and I don't know, the the boss came in and said, listen, Craig, you're going to go over there. Evan's going to come in. 
for the next few weeks to see if we can get the ratings up. Well, how would you take that? And then Evan gets laryngitis, and we got to call Craig back in. Yes, now come back in and finish the show in the week, and then all of a sudden things are good. Here was the quote from Ryan Fitzpatrick that is making all sorts of headlines. The biggest thing in this game in order to last is to have belief in yourself, you know, because when the owner stops believing in you and the GM stops believing in you and coaches stop believing in you, sometimes all you have is yourself. Love it. What's wrong with that? Nothing. But here's what I didn't like. He he also said that uh, he plays better when he's pissed off yep. and an underdog. Yeah, which I don't like. You should play better because you're playing in an NFL football game. Why why well, being pissed off does that make him a better player? I don't know. It also goes to the fact that he's saying he plays better without expectation, which is not what you want. Right. You know, when you're the backup, no one thinks anything of you. Hey, it's the backup. Yeah, right. What's the worst thing you you can't be worse than the starter? Yeah, that's why you're the backup. So I, I agree with you. I don't like that from him at all. And no word yet on who will start versus the Cleveland Browns, which I guess anyone could at this point, right, Jerry? No, there is the Browns. No, I suppose anybody could, but no, there's no word yet. And they asked Brandon Marshall about it. He's like, guys, come on. Can I just enjoy this win? I'll deal with that tomorrow. Quite a lot going on in Cleveland. You got the, uh, yeah. the well, there's a World Series game. Yep. There's the Knicks playing on there Tuesday, tomorrow yep. night. And then the Jets are in Cleveland Sunday. Yes. So Cleveland. How about that, Jerry? Do you ever think you'd say Cleveland's the place to be? Cleveland is the, the sports city right now. Aside from, you know, LeBron James, things like that. Uh, the Giants did win yesterday morning in London, which we kind of touched on. This, for some reason, during the course of the game went, I think, viral for the oh, most Oh, viral, part. Jerry. What does that so mean? The is, internet liked it? So the question is, is Eli Manning using Donald Trump as an audible? Is he going Trump, Trump? So I'm going to play it for you. Instead of Omaha, he's yelling right. Trump. Yes. All it, right, Jerry. I'll play it for you. It's only three seconds. This was NFL Network and CBS yesterday. And then the question would be, is he saying that? And we'll get to him. Hey, Trump, 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 Trump. Yeah, sounds like Trump, Trump, right? So a... I think it was a British reporter that actually asked him, you know, I have to ask you because it's going all Is over the Is that your internet. impression of a British yes, reporter? Yes, pretty much. So here was, uh, <laughs> here was Eli's reaction to the question. Trump, Trump. No, no Trump. No Trump call. Uh, no Trump call. So we have something very similar, uh, but uh, no. And he was like, he was uncomfortable answering it. Uh, it's a, no, no, it's not. It was not a Trump. So uh, no, not, not, not an audible this week. You weren't leading one way or another. No, nothing there. Nothing nope, there. Nope, no, nope, I has nope. to say that because I already saw losers in the paper and stuff going, if Eli is calling a Trump Trump play, I'm not rooting for the Giants anymore. Is that your loser? Yes, that's my loser impression. First of all, it's so actually funny. there's, I guess, in football, and now we'll have to ask the booms this because I don't really know that much about the individual plays, Jerry, that there's a, some sort of play where they use a, a wall. And that's what they were audibling to, because Trump to the wall, because Trump wants to build a wall. So they're yelling Trump, Trump, meaning the the wall play. Hey, Trump, 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 yeah, he's saying Trump, 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 or he's saying Chump, 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 or Trunk. I don't know. Whatever. It's the Trump. whole thing is stupid. Do they? But here's the thing, though. Do they not think it's going to be caught on camera or video? I mean, the microphones are everywhere. We've made a big deal about Tom Brady. We've made a big deal about the Omaha. The who's the mic? All this stuff, right? You know it's getting picked up. So, anyway. Boomer said they used to have a uh, an audible for Bruce. They would say Bruce, Bruce, meaning a boss play. Right. Because sure Jerry, these Bruce is the boss. Yeah, I've I've heard. I know you love the boss. Right? Now, wouldn't I know that though? That if it's a if it's a wall play or whatever they call it, Jerry, that Trump wants to build a wall, so that the- would be the. 
Like, I'd be a smart defensive player. I'd figure that out. They're football players. I'd start yelling, wall, wall, wall. You're asking them to do too much and too short of a span. Oh. No chance. No chance. Uh, you want to go Sunday Night Football or Gronk? Uh, I got both give me here Gronk. take a break. All right, I'm going to play this. So the Patriots did win. I don't think necessarily we need to move on beyond it, but I'm just trying to get into his mind and wonder what the hell he's doing. This is Gronkowski. He scores a touchdown yesterday. He's got 68 career touchdowns. Pretty cool. This was his reaction to his touchdown when asked after the game about it. One more, I got 69 touchdowns, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. <laughs> I mean, he's the dope. What is he doing? He's doing a hilarious 69 <laughs> joke. Cunnilingus. Well, I don't know why he would play that. I mean, what are you doing? Just shut up. Enjoy the win. Get on the plane and go home to New England. He's just a, a he's just goofy stupid. frat guy. He, yes, that's exactly what he, He's the guy you expect to be chugging the funnel. <laughs> right. right. Slamming on beers. Night. I mean, just crazy. So anyway, so the Patriots, they want a shock. I don't think they're ever going to lose again. Uh, it was Landry Jones that played quarterback, who, by the way, didn't look terrible. Made a lot of nice throws, Yeah, I thought. and the, the Patriots went up 14 nothing. All of a sudden, the Steelers started getting traction, and then all of a sudden, the run game for New England took over. But anyway, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we've got more, including what? Sunday night football if you didn't stay up for it i'm sure a lot of people did not it was a bizarre game we'll play you some clips when we come back and then boomer and carton at six on the fan it's the boomer and carton warm-up show with al and jerry it's like a podcast on the radio sort of all right boomer and carton coming up in two and a half minutes quickly the sunday night game just a brutal i mean you want to know why ratings are down maybe you could say lack of scoring it was a good defensive game ends in a 6-6 tie both the cardinals and seahawks kick field goals uh, in the overtime, and then you get to late in the overtime, and I'll play you two quick clips. Here are the Cardinals lining up for, get this, Al, a 24-yard field goal. Chandler Catanzaro uh, is the Cardinals kicker. Here's how this goes. 24-yard attempt. Oh, oh, he hits the upright. It's no good. And so Seattle gets the ball back with a minute and a half left or so. They get down the field. They get a touchdown-saving tackle, and then all of a sudden you've got Steven Hauschka, who's a good kicker. He lines up for a 28-yarder. John Ryan to hold. Oh. And he misses it! <laughs> That's impossible! Now, if you didn't see it, it is a horrendous kick where he just duck-hooks it way left. It was no good right from the start, but you had in this game a block punt, a block field goal. The whole thing was a mess. There were, you know, uh, the defense really shined in this game, but 6-6. A final score. A 6-6 tie. Your day started in London with that giant game. Ended that way. And this is the week, Jerry, on Thursday Night Football where we get Titans-Jaguars. That's the Thursday That's Night the game Thursday this week? Night game this week on the NFL Network. Will you DVR that? I will not. Will you I will watch not that be watching live? that. No. What do you think the ratings are for that a game? A disaster. By the way, the Jaguars will be coming off a game. You realize they had 13 penalties yesterday, 125 yards worth of penalties, two players ejected. And by the way, one other quickie. Did you see, I know you're watching the Jets and the Giants. Did you see any of the Vikings-Eagles game yesterday? I saw the highlights, Jerry. I you was know, locked so the in Vikings, on Jets-Giants. The Vikings aren't turning the ball over all year. The Eagles have been good, although the last couple of games not so great. There were five turnovers in this game in the first quarter. And the Vikings, Sam Bradford got his rear end kicked. He was sacked six times yesterday, and the Eagles actually won that game. So it makes the NFC East a lot of fun with the Giants and the Cowboys, Redskins did lose. And then finally, Jerry, the Indians told Charlie Sheen he's out for throwing out a first pitch. 